Listen or perish. Sacrifice your morals. Fill your brain with trash. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Trash for Bands, a podcast where we need to nitpick a movie of ours or your choosing. My name is Philip Kinney, and with me, as always, is Kristen Amsterdam. Hi, Phil. Hey, how you doing today, Kristen? Uh, I'm beautiful, man. I'm having a real good day. How about you? Fantastic. I am doing great. You look great. Thank you. You look fantastic. Why, thank you. You are a beautiful human being. I'm so glad you're here every week with me. I would enjoy nice. nothing more than to be here with you hmm. every week. It it is a uh, been a lifelong dream of mine oh, actually God. to talk it's about movies and you know shoot the shit and why do I keep hearing people? Hey man, why don't I... you shut the fuck up over there? No. You homeless looking piece of shit. I'm fucking tired of your goddamn sassy ass mouth. You know, you're not on this episode. Fine. Go away. I'm done. Go back in your hole. All right. Look at him, he's crying. I'm out. He's crying. I'm so sad. He's actually crying. <laughs> These are tears of happiness because I get a day off. How about that shit? Fucking asshole. Fucking cock goblin. I told you not to come here. I'm tired of this shit. What are you talking about come here? You're in my fucking apartment. <laughs> you. That's what you think. Oh, God damn it. You just conquistadored me. <laughs> now I got to give up my fucking land. Well, you got to go tell my roommate that he's got to leave too. No, he's cool. <laughs> yeah, well, he probably wouldn't leave anyway. He probably just I only came up. to do the podcast, boys. I'm not paying the rent. <laughs> All right. Well, Throw it out there. The rent well, is in hugs. Now that you're here, hi. What are we doing today? We're not doing a movie. Uh, I thought I was supposed to go to my hole. I don't know what's going on anymore. This is like Inception. Maybe it's The Matrix. I don't know. One of these movies is all fucked up. But last I heard, we're doing reboots, reimaginings, and what's the other reword, Kristen? Remakes. That's right. Ready for that? Can you handle that shit? Maybe. Bozo the fucking clown looking motherfucker. I'm way sexier than Bozo. Go fuck yourself. Uh, but at least he had a TV show. That's you true. Don't. I got a podcast. So fuck you. It's my podcast now. Oh, no, guys. I got home from work. Somebody mm-hmm. put a rag over my face, and I woke up in this fucking apartment. And Hey, hey, hey. The last time Phil put a rag on somebody's face, they were waterboarded. So at least you didn't get that. You know, you got to look on the bright side. I suppose I'll consider myself lucky. How do you think That's I got right. on this podcast? He put a bag on my head, but at least he took me to King's Dominion first. Steve hasn't left this room in months. Probably not. <laughs> COVID, baby. <laughs> Woo! You gotta, stay, you gotta stay home quarantine. I've been sitting in a doppelganger to do my job. <laughs> I ain't really been to work in fucking eight months. <laughs> Surprised all you bitches. Y'all thought this shit was a game. Oh, I meant to tell you he got fired. Um, <laughs> no, that was my doppelganger. Weeks ago. <laughs> this is pretty good. He can get fired all the time. I sent him there with short hair. Yeah, he's working at Costco now. Nice. He's a discount, say, son. You got a doppelganger that looks like a homeless pedophile? That's a bad <laughs> Why well, I gotta be bro? a pedophile? That's rude as shit. <laughs> like, I don't love children like that. Nope. But you do love children. Oh, so you're not a villain in a oh, 80s to early 90s action flick. Okay. Uh, yes, I am. I got it's so me. close to getting that sun bite out of you. I've been waiting for you to have a child, Phil. <laughs> Think what? That shit. <laughs> the I'm hell gonna, is wrong with you? I'm going to get that child to kill I'm never you. having a child. And guess what? That's going to be your fucking reimagining, because I'm going to raise your kid to murder you. Oh. Reimagine that fucking life, son. Sucks on you. I've always fully expected my kid to murder me, so <laughs> go fuck yourself. 
hope you have twins because one might not want to, and I could talk the other one into doing it, so I got better odds. I think it would be better if you got both twins in on it. Dude, that'd be epic. It'd be like some shining shit with you. They're just in the, the fucking like, hall. <laughs> red one, rom, red rom. Like, oh, God. One pretends to not be in on it. Yeah. Like, it's okay, Papa. Come <laughs> to me. <laughs> Papa. People. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's uh, where we're going today. Where? Figuring out how to kill Fresh Phil. market? Yeah, let's go. It's right down the street. So, what would we like to tackle first? I don't know. Let's get a round robin Kristen. discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I get invited here and then be like, yeah, you're going to lead. Like, what? <laughs> All eyes on you. We're giving you the reins, man. We're taking a night off. Like I do like I do this shit every week. Yeah. Gonna well, go ahead and lean back. Guess what? Yeah, you know? It's trial They're by literally f- leaning back. Trial by fire, man. Trial uh, by fire. What made you want to talk about like remakes, reimaginings and all that? The other day, uh, I was bored as shit and going through Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Mm. Just need just mindless entertainment. So I uh, went to the cabin cabin fever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, first of all, why? Cabin Fever wasn't exactly the most concise movie on the planet, and it wasn't all that long ago. Or I'm just old. It was a while ago, but it wasn't like all... You're not remaking something from like the 70s and 80s. You're right. You're making something from like the what early 2000s. 2000s, nearly 20 in years old. the yeah. mid-2010s. Right. So I'm like, okay, uh, I'm good. Yeah. I'll watch it. And again, it wasn't really that great of a movie anyway. And the remake was... It's like I kind of understood what they were trying to do, but they didn't do it either. Right. The movie itself is not concise. There are weird elements that never get explained. These are the five dumbest motherfuckers <laughs> ever put in a cabin ever, and that's well, saying some shit. Know, if you're remaking an Eli Roth movie, <laughs> like, you gotta have the dumbest about, fucks like, on the planet. Cabin Fever. You talking about the one that was like maybe 10 years ago was a remake? Yeah. Like the one where, like the one I remember seeing was the one where the dude drank Alcohol the whole fucking time, and then at the end he showed back up and he got shot to death. Right, and that, this ha- and this happens again. The, you know, the you whole- probably are remembering the original. The original, right. they Either remade the. So, yep. So the original mm-hmm. had uh, Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World, Jordan Ladd. Those are the only two people that really counted, and Sweet Lou from the movie Grind. Yeah. Yes. Yes, the skateboard movie, not some grinder app movie shit. No. <laughs> So, yes, that's what the one I remember, and that was the original. Wait. Okay, so I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't even know it got fucking remade. It was supposed to be a little... I didn't uh, see it. It was supposed to be, I guess, a little gorier, better effects, maybe. I mean, there were some grotesque things. that I mean, the fleshing disease is grotesque. Anyway. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it did put Eli Roth not so much like hostile, but a little bit on the map. You started to get a feel for this up-and-coming director. Yeah, sure. Who has given us great movies. I mean, he, yeah. he loves her. He loves Gore. You can see the passion in it. It just didn't make any fucking sense. The little boy who randomly bites people, that's never explained. That was in the remake? Both of them. No, no, no. I mean, the original is nonsense. It's a nonsense yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, it's, it's, it's entertaining. Fun, it's fun in its own right. It's meant to yeah. put you in an atmosphere where you see these really great, gory fucking right. And that's Like Jordan Ladd, like, missing yeah. half her face, like, rising there's a lot in pain of, in like, the shed. Like, that, that's cool. I mean, it, there's that. There's a lot of, like, early 2000s humor in it. Yeah, you know, like weird shit being said. I don't know. It's a. It's not a bad movie. It's just not a very well constructed movie. True. And it was not a movie worthy of a remake. No. Yeah. No. Uh, they, I never they... watched the remake. I'll tell you my favorite part of it, which got me onto the what makes a good remake, reboot, reimagining, and there are three different definitions. 
I looked it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what got me was in the first movie, I believe a uh, writer strong sees Jordan Ladd and she's all fucked up and missing half her face. And he like bashes her brains in out of mercy because she's suffering mm, yeah. in this remake <laughs> made no damn sense. These now, no, uh, I want to say now no name because I don't know if they actually did anything afterwards. But then definitely like no name. Right. So dude comes to the shed. She's all bloody and fucking suffering, you know, and she's like, kill me, kill me. And he's trying to like have mercy on her. The first thing he thinks to do is grab a shovel, not to bash her brains in like the original movie, but he like goes to, I guess, stab her down with the shovel uh-huh. like, like a like a neck separation thing which would have been an instant kill that's more merciful than what fucking happens he misses her neck he hits her in the fucking oh mouth oh my god jesus and she's like <laughs> you know and she's still obviously alive kill me and that's and that's fine actually um it will bring a sense of almost humanity to it like fuck like could you could you literally look at somebody that you really really care about and make that striking move and not fuck up i probably would fuck up to be honest. True. The problem is, <laughs> after, she goes, do it again. But because she <laughs> the shovel hits her, she's flapping like a Canadian from <laughs> South Park, and I lost it. Like, I couldn't be in the movie anymore. Do it again. again. And her, like, half her head's, like, flapping off. And then he decides, what's even more merciful, now I'm going to douse you with gasoline Jesus. and all your open sores and split-ass mouth and light you on fire. Like, that was the better option. What? <laughs> God what the damn. fuck, dude? Like, no. I, <laughs> Jesus. That's some shit Phil would do to me. <laughs> but on purpose. Yeah. Like that. yeah. You do that to someone you're trying to make suffer. You don't do that to somebody you're I mean, it wouldn't even take a flesh about. Disease. You're trying to, like, you know. I mean, that would have been my first option. I wouldn't even put gas <laughs> like, on like, all of you, just your foot. <laughs> no, like, honestly, it would, like I said, it wouldn't take a flesh eating disease. I'd be like, man, I got a fucking paper cut. And next thing I know, he's throwing gas on me. You know, like, the fuck are you doing? Then he's like, light me on fire. Like, whoa. Dude, it wasn't going to end my life. It's just a fucking paper cut. You never know, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to get from that paper cut. These are strange times, man. You know, we're going to go to the extreme right out the gate. We're like, oh, Steve, you got a paper no cut. There's no telling what COVID's going to mutate into. You weren't wearing a mask, <laughs> Steve. You out and that it. paper cut's going to fuck you up. Like, <gasps> No. Next thing I know, I got a zombie Steve on my hands. That's right. And then you can just shawl on the dead and I can just play video games with you. That's true. I'll chain you up. Yeah, you know, it's cool, man. As long as I don't bite you, it's okay. Yeah. That's beautiful, boys. You know, we could try. Put tape over your mouth. The room just filled with bromance. <laughs> you know what it is? Next week, podcast, if if I was Zombie Steve, it'd be Phil talking as normal, and I'd be over here like, Ugh. and Phil be like, that'd be a great thing you just said. <laughs> Isn't that what you usually do every week anyway? Yeah, pretty exactly, much. Exactly, pretty much. Especially after like 10, 12 M- Mostly towards the end, yeah. Uh-huh. Just stumbling on. Anything else, Steve? Well, I don't even know where the fuck I'm at anymore. <laughs> like, I'm in fucking China all of a sudden. This is great. But yeah, so I like I personally I didn't even know Kevin Fever had a fucking remake. And I figured it was too soon to do that. It, it I, probably was. I don't know when it came out the remake. I, yeah, like don't I, like, I would assume like I don't know. I, I 2013, like 14, new, something like that. Or something like that. Cuz didn't the first one came out like early 2000s? Early 2000s, mm-hmm. yeah. Cuz I know like I seen that one and then the last time I saw any movie with Kevin in the title was Kevin in the Woods. Yeah. Such a good movie. Still oh, holds yeah. up, yeah. It's just, that, that movie was good just on the principle of, it was a fresh idea. It was new, and everybody got fucked up at the end. It was a beautiful love letter to fucking horror dorks like me. Sure. Who have watched horror movies their whole lives and wondered, 
Why do they go to the cabin? Why do they touch the thing they're not supposed to touch? Who reads fucking Latin and thinks it's a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> it was a very cool way to, to end. And they also subverted characters, which was really nice. Like, yeah, that movie's great. And like I said, I, I really enjoyed how it ended where it was like, you could just die and save humanity. And the chick was like, you can go fuck yourself. Nah. <laughs> I'm killing every motherfucker. Eh. Uh, 2016. That's when the remake came out. Damn, I didn't even know that. It was later than I thought, you know. Yeah. But even then, like, what? The first one came out in, what, 02? Or something, yeah. Some shit like that. You're talking maybe, yeah. 02, 04, maybe? Yeah. Somewhere around there? Yeah, it's not enough time. I mean, you know, and if we're 2009, actually. 2009? No, 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 no. I lie, I lie, I lie. 2002. 2009 was the bullshit sequel that was terrible. I never saw it. I, I never saw the sequel to Cabin Fever 2. I mean, I know the, the first one left it open where the kids had to eliminate Stan with Tainted Fucking Blood, and it was like, alright, you know, but I never right. really was like, I want to see the sequel. So the sequel to that uh, was around a prom. It was something like uh, they would get water from that diseased lake and put it in water bottles and sell it, and they sell it at this high school, and you're watching this guy who's trying to like romance this girl he has a crush on whatever while everybody's turning into like flesh disease <laughs> fucking people around them like it was it was very very terrible Jesus <laughs> it was not Christ. good sounds like it was shit. shot on an iphone before you could shoot movies on an iphone oh, like it was not shit. okay that's uh the flip phone son <laughs> but it's like okay now if we're on the one r topic of remakes mm. what's a good remake you enjoy Hmm. enjoyed in the sense that I just enjoyed the movie or enjoyed it in the sense of it being a remake? I'd say in the element of, like, you thought it did the original justice. You know, it, like, built on the shit. Like, do, do you have one, Phil, that you think there's a movie that... <clears throat> well, I mean, my mind, like, when that question comes up, is always goes to the thing. But, I mean, like, they're two very, very different movies, really. Yeah. I mean be hard to compare the two. I mean, it, it's kind of like, like for me, remakes, reimaginings, reboots, all that, you know, it's all, to me, they're, they're all generally a topic of like, just we're remaking this story. And now granted, if you add to it, stuff like that, you obviously, if you change the whole backstory and make a whole new separate entity, I get that. But like, if I'm talking about like a movie that when, when I imagine remakes, it's just, okay, you're not reinventing the wheel. You're just kind of doing this. I guess that would be a reboot. But. Well, I mean, like a lot of times, that's why they end up sucking so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you try to reboot, like, they too don't much. go their own way enough, so they end up just kind of pandering to the audience. So, according to my Google research, and anybody who is wondering, a reboot resets the continuity of an established film series. A remake tells the same story as the original, but with a different cast, and a reimagining is a remake but something is added or changed. Right. That makes sense. So if you're going to say, what's a good remake that you could think of? Uh, Suspiria. Dario Argento. Um, it's pretty good. Wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I, I forget that I, Dakota Johnson is not a bad actress because she was in that fucking Fifty Shades of Grey movie and like, it, it <laughs> yeah. all sucks. No, really good. Tilda Swinton. Like, There's a lot of good names and it was very, mm-hmm. very well done. I do appreciate the original. It took the best parts of the original brought it into a more modern way of doing movies. Sure, yeah. It was very contemporary, for sure. Yeah, Better effects. Mm-hmm. Things they couldn't do back then that they could now. Yeah. It wasn't like a throwback kind of movie. It was it was absolutely like a contemporary remake. And and pretty cool in the premise. The- yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I would say like a remake movie that I liked 
and I mean, obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. would be like I liked the newer version of like The Mist. Yeah, I actually I yeah. like that okay. one because Did you ever watch it in black and white. Uh, it was years ago, but like I mean, I like this newer one, and because I can't tell you how like the first one ended if it ended the same fucking way. I don't know if they changed a little bit of it. I'm sure, sure. they probably did, but I really enjoyed like. How, you know, some people started losing their shit. Some people banded together. But I liked the ending. They're all in that car. The gas dies. He ends up popping everybody to fuck off. And then they're saved like 30 seconds later. And now he's in this car with all these dead people. Yeah, that movie was a... Like, I was surprised that that movie was a flop. Yeah. Because, like, I really enjoy it. I think it's pretty damn good. Anytime I see a movie that was a flop... Right. Probably came out the same weekend as something that wasn't. True. And that's the problem. Like, um, it was a Stephen King story, and Stephen King says the ending for the movie was better than the ending he actually wrote for the story. Yeah. yeah. Ending on that down note, that just disparity. Because now, you yeah. know, if you would have waited, you know, 30 seconds to a minute, two minutes later or whatever, everything would have been fine. That's bleak as well. Well, yeah, yeah. That's why it's you know, so goddamn it's like, dark. And Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, God damn it, dude. You know, and like, I, I saw a movie recently, and. You know, like going just a few minutes off of like reboots and shit where like mm. movies take ideas from other movies. And I'm trying to think the fucking movie Bird Box. You would have thought that would have been like a missed environment. God, mm. I hated that movie but so you much. you never seen the shit. I never bothered. You know, it was like this movie's yeah. fucking Everyone doo-doo. like hyped it and I was like, all right, it must be good. <laughs> I watched it. I, like, I should have watched it with sucks. a fucking blindfold on, <laughs> like, man, because it was boring as shit. I had this terrible habit of when things blow up pop culturally, I go, eh. <laughs> Yeah, and like, I wait till it's not popular anymore. I'm like, okay, now I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. And you know, like I said, it's still, I don't understand why that movie got so big. I don't get Me it either. The acting was bad. The writing was bad. Everything was bad about it. Because it's like even even like the mist, like the 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 movie movie with uh, Thomas Jane that I'm talking to, like the mm. newest one. You know, you never really see like creatures and shit like that in the mist you do see like the aliens or whatever the fuck it is you don't really mm. know tentacle shit like that mm. but then the tv show they did for like one season on netflix i did see a couple episodes of that yeah and motherfuckers would see images and shit mm-hmm. so it was like that makes sense to me not this now all of a sudden there's this fucking mist out there or fog whatever the fuck you want to call it and people are losing their shit but what the fuck are they losing it over show me Right. Show me what's making them fucking flip. So in a sense, that's actually a reimagining of the movie is to put put it to show form. Exactly. And to take elements that you really liked from the movie and hopefully not drag it out so bad it's terrible. Right. I mean, right. I like the show, but I think it got canceled. Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure. And that happens a lot, too, when you have, like, uh, especially, like, a, a TV show reimagining. Like, they, they tend to, because of money... <laughs> like yeah. success, they will drag that story until it's dead and bloodied on the fucking ground. So unpopular opinion. Um, I really enjoyed the made-for-TV version of The Shining. I won't say immensely more than Stanley Kubrick's fucking masterpiece. Right. But well, King wrote it, right? As, and directed right. It. And as a fan of Stephen King and read many, many of his books, Shining being one of them, mm-hmm. it was way more. Uh, faithful to the book. Oh yeah, for that's sure. why Stephen King actually fucking hates the movie. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, he notor- yeah, he's notorious for hating Kubrick's movie. Well, you cast Jack Nicholson, and from the very first scene, he's insane. Right. The whole point is you're supposed to watch this guy like fall into insanity. Yeah. yeah. So I like Stephen Weber, and I like what they did with it. Yeah, I actually thought it was pretty good. Um, definitely underrated. And I don't think a lot of people watch it, to be honest with you. 
I think a lot of horror people felt like even that was blasphemy because of just how big Stanley Kubrick's version sure. was. Well, he was a fucking genius filmmaker. <laughs> so it's like, it's hard to go against that movie, even though it's not that faithful to the book. But it's so damn good. It's kind of like, what the right. fuck are you supposed to do here? <laughs> like, yeah. Didn't Shelley Duvall like lose her mind for several months? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they, 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 they fucked with her. She hated Kubrick. They, he fucked with her all the time. Like He wanted her in that fucking delirious fucking thing. And yeah, that, that probably fucked her career all the fuck up, man. Probably. You never snapped back from that shit. They, I mean, they... It's like that in olive oil. I really don't remember Shelley Duvall being in much like afterwards. <laughs> Extreme <laughs> hazing. Because she went from Jack Nicholson to Robin Williams and it's like, right. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I can't take this shit. It's fucking insane All people. these people are fucking being goddamn funny as shit. I don't know if she's still alive, honestly, but Shelley Duvall, if you're listening, I think sorry. Uh, yeah, I think she's so sorry. Yes, yeah, she is. In, she's probably in one who flew over the cuckoo's goddamn nest now. She's probably in the fucking <laughs> asylum or something. She's in the ratchet. Yeah, Nurse Ratchet's got her ass. <laughs> Son? But, yeah, like, th- those movies and stuff like that, good, you know? But... No one I like that a lot of people don't. What? Mm. The Evil Dead remake. Amazing. I thought it was great. But he- Okay, so here's where we go to a good... Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, I took notes, bitches. I took so (laughs) many notes. No, yes, a good remake. Right. The guy, um, Fede Alvarez. I'm gonna fuck everybody's name up during this whole thing, please. You know, it's kind of like when you play trivia. That's what we do. Yeah, (laughs) we call people whatever the fuck we want. But this is what I feel is the definition of a good remake. Right. The Evil Dead was Sam Raimi. It's like a college uh, project Mm -hmm. or something of the like, right? It was great for what it was. Like, if you go in, like, with your expectations correct, the original Evil Dead is amazing. It's trippy as shit. The foremost movie on tree rape. (laughs) So when you go in for this remake, it is... This dude had the capabilities of taking what was really good about the original and then balls to the wall effects. And they went wow, like, it, like it really blew me. It creeped me the fuck out. The original movie didn't creep me. The it fuck made out. me cringe. Parts of it made me cringe. It, like, and it went in its own. Like what I appreciated, like it went in its own direction. Like it wasn't just trying to like make a Sam Raimi film. Like it did right. its own thing. It was really refreshing to watch. But a lot of people don't like it. I don't know why. I don't know. Unless you people are judgmental as fuck, that's why. That's true, including us. Yeah, <laughs> including, <that's true>. <laughs> including us. Yeah. I also feel sometimes uh, remakes, reboots, reimaginings, whatever, it fucks with certain people and their sense of nostalgia. That's true. So what time in your life did you watch this movie? Why was it so important to you? And you just don't want to see it fucked with at all. So you're not going to appreciate whatever it turns into, bad or good. True. It's very true. I felt that way with the Child's Play reboot recently. Uh, you know, would, I watched it. Would that it. be a reboot or a reimagining? Oh, actually. Ha ha. Right? We're going to fuck with these terms. <laughs> We're going to sound smart Do over it. here. I told you I took notes. Professor um, Steve. It is, it is actually a, uh, a reimagining. Yeah. Because it took the original kind of idea, but it added something. It wasn't the serial killer soul. It was a fucked hey, up idol, electri- yeah. uh, technological yeah. It was a disgruntled suicidal <laughs> worker that got fired <laughs> fucking doing some stupid programming. Like, we're going to lift all this shit off. And I liked that. I liked how they didn't try to go the whole voodoo route. Child's Play now has, God, what, five, six movies? A TV show coming out on a sci-fi? Yeah. Like, 
it's been yeah. done and done and done and done. I liked what they did with that. My thing about it was I wish it wasn't considered a child's play movie, movie, but what else could you call it? Yeah. I don't know. Good guy? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> buddy doll. Because, I mean, that, that was my thing about it. It was like, I mean, obviously, I like the possessed doll. You know, I like that. I mean, like, child's play. We place. grew up with that. It's so right. goddamn fun and ridiculous. <laughs> and it's like, right. this motherfucker used his soul in a fucking doll. <laughs> Some low-level so street crime guy knew cops. voodoo. <laughs> like <laughs> choking people. Yeah, like, this, this motherfucker was Did a grandmaster of fucking that lady voodoo? out the fucking window? <laughs> yeah. Like, By hitting her with a toy hammer. Nonsense. Amazing. Yeah. So... And, like, with the new one, it was like, okay, he's just a little AI doll. Well, first off, the original Child's Play doll looked creepy as fuck. Like, yes. this one just looked creepy because he looked fake as shit. But then, like I said, he's just this little... He's like a little evil Siri. He yeah. controls all the fucking goddamn electronics. And, like, yo, for real, like, wh why is everybody... Even the old one, why are you scared of a fucking doll to begin with? Kick his little <laughs> cabbage patch ass down the fucking hallway. Whatever. But, but like, it, it was smart for them to go and... A completely different direction. Yes. Like, fuck, and bring like, it into a more modern age. Exactly. And like, like you said, how many times can you make a fucking child's play movie like the same exact thing over and over again? Exactly. This Chucky had magic fingers that controlled every. <laughs> and my problem with this, he controlled every goddamn electronic on Earth, like. RC cars that were made by fucking Tyco or whatever. He's like, guess network. what? Drive down the street. You know, but that was the point. It was Kaplan. It was uh, it was Amazon. It was uh -huh. it was all the same company that made all this all these things. That's why he could control them. I mean, my like, favorite part it, was when he was choking that cat, though. <laughs> For no reason, he was just like, <laughs> I was like, God damn this fucking dog! And he's like, Chucky, we don't do that. Like, <laughs> um, no, Chucky does that, dude. <laughs> Bad Chucky. Yeah, like, <laughs> let go of the cat. You stop it. I mean, I did like Cat's the fact fucking that, traumatized. Like I said, I still like what's his name, Brad Dorf's voice of Chucky. Mm -hmm. But like Mark Hamill had the creepy voice too. Mm. It was excellent. And if he if he didn't quit singing that goddamn stupid Chucky song. Or buddy, good guy, whatever the fuck it is. It's like, yo, this shit creepy as fuck, dude. You know I do that to my girlfriend to annoy her? If oh. she's annoyed at me, I'll just be like, I am your buddy. She's like, shut the fuck up. And, like, <laughs> and then you just pull a butcher knife out? Is that what happens next? You're just like, Ching. yes, Steve. Do you have a cat at your house? Are you like choking it while you're singing this song? Yeah, like, she kills buddy. her every time they have an argument. She's <laughs> died 97 times. This is fucking wild, son. 84. <laughs> my bad, my bad. All of a sudden, her girlfriend's like trying to take a bath, and all you hear is "I am your buddy." And Chris is walking by with a fucking toaster. Like what? Like, ha! Our foreplay is none of your business. My buddy would not do this. Buddies don't do bad things like this. Well, I'm not sorry, really babe. Buddy. You wanted to get mentioned. Here's how it's happening. You're unhappy. I'm trying to make you happy. What? Throwing a toaster in my fucking bathtub? It's not happy. <laughs> It's electrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's electric. <laughs> boogie, boogie, boogie. You can't control it. <laughs> but yeah, like, that reimagining, like I, like I said, I'm still going to be biased towards the original because that's what I grew up with. But sure. Of course. I, I give props to the new one. Christian, he, you have no idea how long it took me to get him to watch Halloween 3 for the same goddamn reason. Because there's no Michael Myers? Yep. No, I've seen it. Truth time, boys. I don't remember Halloween 3 like at all. I know I've seen it. I just don't remember anything about it. But I can say you the same, same you thing about it. 4 or 5. <laughs> you got to admit, Steve. Or the it's one with Busta good. Rhymes. Like I it's batshit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fucking nuts. What the nuts. fuck it is? Goddamn silver <laughs> shamrock. It's pretty goddamn fun. 
I mean, that would be like a reimagining. And then they were like, okay, we reimagined too much. We got to bring Michael the fuck back. (laughs) (laughs) We We may or may not have taken some LSD and thought we knew what the Halloween movie was going to be about. I like the idea, actually, man. Yeah. I like the idea of like having like almost like year, like a anthology that's yearly put together where you're constantly having like different stories being told about the the holiday. Now it didn't work out. No, clearly. But again, like, they didn't story. make good movies. Like, like here's the thing: is like people are like upset about Michael Myers being gone, but it's not like they made good Halloween movies after it. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> like, it's like Friday fuck? the Thirteenth. How dare you say something so truthful, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. You're like, all right, cool, man. Fucking Roy. Who the fuck is Roy? <laughs> all right, we need Jason back. <laughs> That's know, actually like, my favorite one because it's not Jason. <laughs> it's so insane. That and, movie in itself is so insane. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's like having Freddy without Freddy. You know, like, mm. you can't do it. You know, I mean, you get so far in the series. Now, granted, Halloween was still two movies in. Sure. You could flip it up. They well, realized, this- okay, whatever. But it's like, it took Friday the 13th, two, three, and four. So they had three movies with Jason. Yeah. And then they're like, Fuck this! We got this guy doing Roy. It's all pissed off paramedic. <laughs> like, well, it'd have been better if he was murking people and then trying to bring them back to life because he's trying to be a lifesaver too because he's a paramedic. I actually thought the Jesus beginning of that Christ. movie was he cuts their arm off and puts a tourniquet on him, like kills him and then tries to bring yeah. him back. <laughs> he cuts their arm off and he's like tourniquet, sews it back on. <laughs> yeah, you're still here. <laughs> I thought it was great that the whole reason the fat kid gets killed is because the guy that he's with, like chopping wood, obviously has never murdered anybody before or he wouldn't be at this camp for just disturbed kids right. and just goes ham with a fucking axe and just, and when the yeah. paramedics are trying to like, but there's like fucking limbs, they're like putting separate limbs on the yeah, gurney to it, like. It's so fucking out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, what? Well, I, I get what they were trying to do. And they were like, we got to backtrack on this. And it seems like any like of the big name horror movies that tried to do that, to try to like, okay, let's flip the script for this movie, mm. you know, public was like, no, nah, motherfucker, no, we we don't want that. Well, that's because people fucking hate change. Exactly. Mm. I mean, now granted, if you did it right and you like gradually kind of do it, not like if you want to start this idea, start it halfway through. Like, let's say you got five movies. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the fourth movie, start down this path. Start. Like leaning people towards it, you know. How? And then, well, right. think about it. You got a cliffhanger ending. Uh-huh. Like, like I said, like you see, like let's say Roy, for instance. Okay. If some shit would have went down at the end of Friday Four, mm-hmm. and you know Roy was there or whatever like that, and then you know like it, he was it, an EMT it, it made the flip at him. <laughs> sure. You know, and then by the time you get the fifth movie, it's like okay, well now Roy's pissed off and shit like that, and you get it. But you can't be like okay, end of Friday Four. You know, Tommy Jarvis shaves goddamn head like a fucking retard. <laughs> and then fucking, he's jumping out like so fucking bad. whatever. And then all of a sudden, Jason's fucking dead again. And now all of a sudden, now Roy's Jason. Like, huh? And Or you sat through the whole movie thinking, yo, Jason's back. But wow, Jason somehow is fucking skinnier. Yeah. And he's got fucking normal looking fucking flesh. <laughs> he ain't looking all decomposed. And now it's a man in a skin suit. It's not even a good twist. You're kind of just like, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> no. all right. And that's what I'm saying. If, if I you guarantee do people right, are walking out of the theater just like, Actively shrugging their shoulders. Yeah, the kills like are cool. Constantly. Yeah, we saw some cool kills. You know, Jason ran around with hedge clippers. Pretty nice. Yeah, it was the hedge clipper one, yeah. The, yeah. Through the eyes. Yeah, like... <laughs> the dude just, on, in the fucking shitter just gets a spike. Why like, didn't he just, just run around with fucking a goddamn weed eater? Good <laughs> one. <laughs> you know? He, get some. he got a corded fucking weed eater. <laughs> you know, plugs, and he's like, it. shit. You can beat people with it. <laughs> So while we're on the subject, boys, that brings us to the Friday to the Friday the Thirteenth reboot 
Yeah. This is considered a reboot. Jason is already established. Now, just, you know, stupid kids go and hang out at a fucking abandoned camp. It, uh, I really actually kind of dug the tunnels under the camp thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was pretty it's cool. It's a cool way to, yeah. you know. Go for to... sure. But was it good? I thought it had no charm. That's a fair statement. So, I thought it was fine. It was fun yeah. to watch. But yeah. it had no charm to Could me. Could not give a fuck about a single person in that movie. No, not at all. No. We all knew they were fodder from the gate, you know? Right. Yeah. I I enjoyed the fact of that movie. Like, not saying, you know, the story, it was not nothing original or anything. You know, people are going to this camp, they're dying, whatever. I enjoyed the fact, like you said, the tunnels, which mm-hmm. would help explain his magic William Shatner teleporting. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Shit. And then, would have been cool if there was an actual teleporter. Just throwing I like the fact that <laughs> he ran... I like the fact that he set traps. You know, he was a more like sure, plotting, yeah, 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 like yeah. like he was a dude that lived out there and was like, I know the land, I'm gonna fuck you up. Instead of this dude that walks a half a fucking mile a minute, <laughs> you know, well like he don't even walk that fast. Point five miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and then magically can fucking beat you on a dead sprint. Like, where did you fuck you come from, dude? It's almost like it showed the behind the scenes <laughs> yeah, of yeah, things exactly, you've seen yeah. in previous movies. Like, well, exactly. how did he do that? Well, well didn't he even throw a fucking axe at the dude that was running from him? Uh, yeah. Yes. I want to say yeah. he threw an axe at this one, and it took Jason until, like, Jason six or seven to start throwing fucking shit at people. <laughs> like, he didn't he know how to, to do that. He had to practice, Steve. Not everybody can just throw an axe and hit people. Well, yeah, like Mike Myers. It took him, like, fucking eight movies to figure out how to choke people. So, I mean, you know, I mean, it takes time, you know? You, you got to build this up. But, like, this reboot, no, this motherfucker was throwing fucking axes like a champ. Yeah, he's, like, running around fucking, like you said, like, setting traps, going through tunnels and shit. Like, that stuff is really cool. Yeah. Like, it's really cool, entertaining, but, I don't know, it just didn't feel right. No. That's because you're used to fucking geriatric Jason fucking walking everywhere. <laughs> well, you know what? I like geriatric Jason. <laughs> but here we go with the nobody likes change. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. And well, it's it, like it felt bland. Something about yeah. it just felt like almost like normie. <laughs> like it just felt like <laughs> kind of lame. Yeah, you meet all these people. Like, the dude looking for his sister. No one gives a shit. The yeah. nice girl. No one gives a shit. The yeah. funniest dude in that movie was the blonde dude. Like when he's having sex with the girl and he's like, oh, perfect nipple placement. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like stuff like that. I feel like, like the dude that was actually playing that part was like, eh, it's a paycheck. And just like, ad-libbed. sure, exactly. Like it needs that kind of shit though. And didn't Jason even use a bow and arrow in that one? I think he used a bow and arrow on somebody on the boat. You're probably right. You may be right. Or a crossbow or something, but it's like, it's been a few years. Jason don't be using what? Why didn't Jason pull out AR fucking 15 to start blasting people? <laughs> and also at the climax of the film, and it's like uh, what she was wearing a necklace that somebody he was um, who was important to him like that. That's why he didn't kill the, the sister. This or was reminded him of her or something. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Very far stretch, but it was better. It was better in the first film. Yeah. Sure. That whole thing was better, or or the second, second film actually. Film. Yeah, I know. The well, actually, the, you know what I mean, like that premise of. Right. But actually, you think the pro- the problem with the, like the second one when she put the goddamn sweater on. Ew. Okay, first off, Super yeah, gross. Ew, that's straight nasty as shit. That's like some Salvation Army dumpster sweaters, but it's like, for real, you know your mom's fucking decapitated, her head's in the fucking shack, but all of a sudden this bitch in a sweater, you're gonna be like, huh? You're Mama? a special kind of fucking stupid. I mean, yeah, you are walking around with a goddamn... Well, he's clearly a retard. Hey, mongoloid. Mongoloid. Don't say the R Phil, word. That's God racist. It. You're racist. I'm a bigot. You're racist. Yeah. Hey. But he's got a fucking pillowcase on his head. I'm not being I the PC out. police for the two of you. <laughs> yeah. Just out there. So like I said, I mean, it's like, he's like, oh man, I fell for this fucking trick. 
Like, shit, she got that sweater on, son. That would have been great if he was like, yo, that shit looks good on you. <laughs> well, you What's know, up, you start girl? giving compliments. So maybe that's it. Like, it felt like a reboot, a remake, and a sequel, like, all at the same time. Like, it was trying to be too right, many yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trying to do too much. That's I'll fair. T- that's totally fair. I'll tell you one reboot, remake, and reimagining all fucking combined into one <laughs> that we need to talk about. Okay. And you know what that's going to be. What? I am you know all what it's ears. Be. I think so. Fucking Halloween. So. The Rob Zombie <laughs> movie. Oh, I was like, that which one? <laughs> atrocious piece of shit. Yeah, man, I'm a... Let's ask Kristen first. What's your viewpoint? Probably the best idea. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's a very unpopular opinion. I really liked it. I really liked it. I didn't go into it as, oh, they're going to fuck up Halloween. I wanted to see what Rob Zombie was going to do with a classic storyline, a classic horror movie. He appreciates horror. He lives and breathes it through his music. If you've ever um, seen the MTV Cribs, like he has whole rooms dedicated to every horror thing ever made, ever. I liked it. And then I found out I was like the only one. Sure. Well, like, here's the thing. I didn't go in with like the whole like, oh, he's going to ruin this film. I actually went in like with high hopes mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to do his normal stick. And uh, he did his normal stick. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I was totally like, true you won. <laughs> like, what I was so, what like, what pisses me off about Rob Zombie is like, he, he has talent, but he's so fucking one note that it mm-hmm. just bothers the fuck out of me you could take every single one of those characters in in any of his movies and swap them around they're the same fucking thing they're all psycho billy mm-hmm. nonsense like and what pissed me off about halloween was that you basically turned michael myers into an anti-hero like all these people are garbage which means the people that he's killing are just garbage humans, which makes him kind of an anti-hero. I mean, I agree with that for the beginning of the movie. Like, he, uh, he grew up in a garbage fucking household. Right. Later on, like in the later years or whatever, I didn't feel that way. It was more of the whole... I didn't think they were garbage people. It was more whole, like, a, you know, uh, Lori's parents were real wholesome people. That's true. She was kind of yeah. like your typical teenager, maybe more modern take on a typical teenager. That yeah. was the whole thing with Jamie Lee Curtis was she was supposed to be like your typical suburban, sure. you know, teenager. With the two best friends that are probably a little darker and a little edgier than she is because she's supposed to be like, you know, the virgin final girl, you know. Yeah. Speaking of garbage people, though, this poor fucking kid. And I think that's what I, uh, what I liked about that whole pre-story. It was like, oh, Michael Myers doesn't need a reason to be, you know, it was actually kind of interesting to see whose interpretation of why. For sure, yeah. He yeah. turns into it. Mom's a fucking stripper. Stepdad or boyfriend or whatever. Just an it's a total piece of shit. Piece of shit, yeah. Sisters very disassociated and just he's left yeah. to his own devices. Mm. Sherry Moon Zombie is a pretty woman Listen. and good as a side character. She should never ever be the main focus of any horror movie ever. She's a bad actor. Yeah. And she's a total badass. As baby, like you know, House of Thousand Corpses and no, you know, Devil's Rejects. Did you just say bad actress? I did. Oh, you said badass. I was gonna let it go. But can't she be both guys? Sure. No, no, no. Like, I agree with you. Like, I think she's fine as a side character. I think she works fine. Just not a main. But when you start focusing on her, you're just Mm -hmm. like, whoa. And (laughs) and in the latter uh, cinematography of Rob Zombie, you start to see that more and more and more. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, but no, but no. Right. 
My- so it's like, I don't know. I get in this argument. You're not alone in this because I get in this argument all the time and I don't want to have the argument. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, Why are we even discussing like, this? Like- I don't dislike Rob Zombie as a musician. I do not like him as a filmmaker. I don't think he's competent. I think he could be if he tried harder. That's all. I'll, like I think he writes the same thing over and over again. Just different backdrops. <laughs> Not no, even that. I a mean, lot of the times, <laughs> a lot of times it's the same exact background. Like I said, like my my thing with his two Halloween movies was, I mean, I enjoyed, you know, the first one, the first half. We got to see Michael as a kid, because the original, hmm? you know, he's five years old. He murders his sister. Next thing you know, he's a fucking twenty-one year old or whatever. What happened? Idiot savant, if I remember correctly. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's very true. So far left on the spectrum, he's really right. It's crazy, <laughs> but. I mean, obviously, in Rob Zombies, we didn't see him in an electric shop learning how to turn fucking power off the houses and shit. And also, that kind of shit bummed me out. Like, yeah. I didn't get to see <laughs> his like, weird bullshit that he has plans that he comes up with. Yeah, he should have got wood shop, man. But no, the only thing he got in this fucking insane asylum was mask making. And then he, didn't, yeah. he, he just got arts and crafts in this begin. place. Yeah, like, I'm ugly. Don't look at my face. You know where he went? He went to the Michael's Insane Asylum. Arts of crafts, motherfucker. Let's do this. Yeah, apparently, they fucking had weightlifting class, though. God oh, damn, yeah. bro. God, yeah. He ate a lot of protein, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, shit, son. But I liked seeing that growth of the first half. So it was like the first half of that movie was, guess what, guys? A reimagining. Woo! Yes. And then we get to the fucking reboot. Like, <laughs> remake. Wow. Remake. Remake. All right. The second half of that movie is very loyal to the first Halloween. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. It's, sure. you know, more to date or whatever like that, you know, more right. scares and shit like that. But it's a weird thing. When I saw the first one, I was like, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. And then I watched the second one. I was like, I hate all of this. The oh, problem he flat out said that the studio threw money at him. He's like, fine. Yeah. But the problem yeah. with the he second didn't give one, a fuck about it. The whole movie was fucking garbage. And I don't care if anybody hates me on this. Cause the main piece of garbage was the Sherry moon zombie with the fucking white horse. Oh yeah. God. Fuck, like what is made, this bullshit? Made yeah. No sense. No sense, but that's what. But that's what I mean. Like the studio is like, look, we'll give you millions and millions of dollars because this movie was actually decent. And then I, I'm guessing it didn't bust in the theaters. They must have made money off of it. Yeah, you know, probably. Any studios, it had some cool be like, kills. Ooh, we should do this again, which sure. is a terrible idea. Like I'll give the second one that it had some cool kills. Yeah. But otherwise, that it was like, no, nah, dude, you you should have fucked the millions of dollars they tried to offer. You should have been like, no, nah, I don't want to do it, man, because you made a shit product. And I can even in my ap- eyes. I can even appreciate the PTSD of the characters who survived the first movie in sure. the second movie. But you're also looking at very seasoned actors and actresses. Look at Brad Dourif. Yep. Has, yeah. You know, Academy Award nominated Brad Dourif. Yep. He can hold his own. Danielle Harris, who is so much prettier in real life, by the yes. way. <laughs> I got to meet her at a horror convention very beautiful years woman. ago and I totally mm-hmm. fangirled out in front of her. <laughs> um, <laughs> that helped with the idea of like, oh, we survived this, and we're all fucked up over it. Sure, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you start adding Sherry Moo Zombie with white horses, and he, they made Michael Myers speak. Get the fuck out of here. Speak. I think that was Rob Zombie's yeah. biggest middle finger to the entire production. He's like, die! Like, when they're like, um, if, what was it, like the FBI comes in? I don't even remember. Yeah. Really. Sure, but at the same time, that's also a fuck you to the people who wanted to be there. You know, there's truth in that. Oh. Like, So it's kind of like... I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, it just—it's just weak, in my opinion. It's just weak. I mean, I feel the newest iteration of Halloween. I like that one. Dug it. I dug it a lot. Uh, that one, like, I like the way it went, and you know, I have a friend 
I'm not gonna say his name. He will be on this show one day. <laughs> but if you're listening, you're gonna laugh at this, Mister. But his main problem with the movie was he wanted a Michael Myers, Laurie Strode fight to the death, Home Alone type style shit <laughs> for an hour and a half. <laughs> and I'm like, that just can't happen, you know? Like, what? no. Mm, like, th- it made sense because the the newest one made the statement of like, Laurie was just PTSD. You yeah. know, they weren't related. They're one of the, and it was not that Michael was out to get her. Everybody pushed that fucking shit. Well, mainly his dumbass doctor. Yeah. Even though he did have the funniest scene in the movie when he jumped up from the front of the goddamn car with the mask on. True. Like, the fuck is wrong with you, little dude? Like, <laughs> and that's the thing. He pushed that conflict. If leave well enough alone, Michael would have just walked all over Hadfield, Illinois, just murking everybody. Sure. He didn't have no fucking plan. He was just like, all right, I just want to kill people. You also have to appreciate the fact that they completely blew off the idea that, like, you know, H2O ever happened. Sure. Ever yeah. happened. I mean. And don't what, get me wrong. I they, love me some I, Judy Greer. No. I do. Almost everything that she's in. It's like, uh, there we, she, like, she had this son. They were at this, like, private school 20 years later. Th- these things did happen. When you mess with continuity like that, it's. Who, who the hell I guess Judy it could be Greer? good. It could be bad. I, I know right. other series have done it. I said I dug it. I really dug the. This would be a reboot. Right, right, right. It, actually, the, the, it actually did feel like that. Yeah. Actually, the funniest part of the newest Halloween was the little African American kid. Yeah. That dude fucking killed it. <laughs> yeah. Every scene he was in, little smart ass. Agreed. Like, see, I'm in the. Maybe I'm just an asshole because like. You didn't I mean, like probably, but please go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm in the opposite camp. I rewatched it the other day and. Uh, I don't think it's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think it's good at all. And I liked it when I watched it in the theater, and I've watched it two more times. And bo- mm-hmm. on both rewatches, I've liked it less and less. Hmm. I, I think right it's now- paced poorly. I think most of the characters are complete nonsense and make no sense for being in the movie at all. They do no like. There's no subversion of characters. Like you still have the same old fucking trope of like the most interesting character fucking gets killed. Mm. And you have bland ass fucking main characters. Like about halfway through the movie, I got tired of her daughter being like, "You don't understand what it was like." like I, see, this is the problem. You know is like, no. there's too like. Also, that's another thing. There's too many players. Mm. Like, who the fuck is the main character in this movie? <laughs> Michael Myers. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's on the cover. So, I mean, that's fair. That's actually a fair thing to say. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he probably like. I think that's. Probably the best way to say it. Like, he is the main character. I mean, I kind of wish in the last, like, minute I had, like, the Oscars, like, exit song (laughs) to where, like, when you've been talking too long, be like, Phil, you're not going to bash this movie and just fucking start playing this song on my mic. Like, fuck you, Phil. You don't talk blasphemy about it. No, I'm just joking. It's good you got your own opinion, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you see it through different eyes than I see it. And, I mean, I thought, like, as just somebody that went. I think it's entertaining. entertained. Like that's like, like, all right, cool. Yeah, but it, like those are two different things. Like, yeah, something can be entertaining, but also not be well made. True, totally true. There's a lot of shit out there that's entertaining. Right. That that's not like well shit. made. Which is what I'm saying. Is like that's what I'm saying. When I watched it in theater, I was entertained. It was fun. But watching it a few more times, I was like, this isn't as good as I thought it was. Yeah, and that, that's a fair assessment because there's a lot of movies out there you watch and you're like, man, fuck yeah, or a lot of movies from our past. Mm. That we were like, man, this movie was a shit. We were a kid, and then you watch it, and you're like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Does to be not clear, well. though. To be clear, I'm excited for the next one to come out, and As I'm going I. to go see it in yeah. the fucking theater. Like, I'm not trying to shit on it. It's just yeah, like, I know. The more I watch something, the more like I look at it critically. 
Well, so you need to watch movies one time and stop. <laughs> Probably. So, so you watch these movies and you do have this nostalgia. And as you get older, you realize, yes, you still have a love for them, but they're not without their flaws. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I like talking to people who recognize flaws than going, no, it was perfect. <laughs> no, it's not no, it perfect. wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't at all. That's exactly why our first episode was Halloween. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we wanted to make it clear that this is our favorite movie mm-hmm. and we're going to shred it to <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, it's just like when you say you want to see the sequel to the newest Halloween. Yeah. I do too. I yeah. swear to God, he better be missing fingers because he got him blasted off with a fucking <laughs> know, shotgun. Right? No, he better, yeah. If he ain't over here like Stavi from fucking The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville, like Stavi wave, missing some fucking digits, I'm going to be like, yo, how'd he get his fingers back on? Did he sew them on? Maybe the fire in the house, he fucking melted them back together. I don't know. Maybe he learned that in the fucking asylum. Maybe. He, he learned everything in the asylum, Steve. It's fucking crazy, man. Might got... take someone else's finger. Yeah, <laughs> put them on. So what I want out of my Michael Myers next year is he's got two white digits and three black digits. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Shit. And well, then I... they're all like different links. Like, what if he took one from a kid? And he's got like a little <laughs> pointer finger, you know? Like, it's creepy as fuck. <laughs> I can't with you right now, by the way. So, so, yeah. so what we're going to get next... Year, because I think that's when it comes out now. They pushed it back to next Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's going to be like Halloween Kills, and it's going to be like Michael Myers, grab my strong hand. <laughs> he's having his little <laughs> fucked up hand. He's like, strong hand. I got my little knife. He's got like a little oyster knife instead of a butcher knife in that hand. Because he can't hold a butcher knife because he's got little fingers. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Don't act like y'all wouldn't watch that movie. I totally would. Little totally Michael Myers, strong hand. Sure. Hey, Why the fuck not? Because <laughs> at the end of the day, when you want from a Halloween movie, it's just like some kills. fun kills, like good atmosphere. That's all you really want. And I mean, as long as this movie's got another like one shot, is that what they call it? I mean, you would know like the one where he was walking in house to house, just murdering people. Sure. Like just one continuous shot. Yeah. Mm. Continuous shot. Yeah. Do that shit again. S- super hard to do and so super impressive when it's done right. Yeah. Super fun. I mean, I wonder how many takes it takes, you know, like. I would actually like to vote Depends. Halloween as the most rebooted horror series. Yes. I agree. Like, yeah, because I mean, yeah, you have like three legit or two legitimate ones that are actually like reboots. But then, like, Resurrection in itself almost feels like H2O and Resurrection don't feel like they fit in the series. They They don't. They were failed reboots. Right. Even three, though. Even it's, though it's the same timeline. Well, the, yeah, the, and the you have Controversial, three. right? Yeah. So three, having nothing to do with Michael Myers, is almost like a reboot. Yeah. It just didn't happen 15, 20 years later. Right. The The only thing that connected Halloween H2O to the universe was the beginning. Well, obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's how they tried to connect that. But right. the beginning, it's just, when Loomis's he killed the house. nurse that had Loomis' right, files exactly. and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So... The way I look at it is the way like seven and eight went. Like as the Halloween went on in those original ones, it's like we understand him to be a monster, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And like the newest one, it gave us that he was just killing to kill, no rhyme or reason, just mm-hmm. let's murder people. But with like seven and eight, you're giving him too much humanity, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like so why would he break out or wake up from wherever the fuck he was and go to Loomis's nurse's house, get a file, 
Drive to California. You know, it's like yeah, it's complete nonsense. I don't know, man. Why thought. did he speak in the second Rob Zombie one? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, there are like, no rules anymore, yeah. Steve. How did he drive from Illinois to California wearing a goddamn mask? <laughs> you can't drive to fucking goddamn <laughs> well, Walmart the down the street with a mask on without somebody stopping your ass. <laughs> that's true. But you you're know? right. Like the more you do shit like that, the less scary he is. Exactly. <laughs> like, whatever, dude. You know, and you know, like you know, Michael. As the movies went on, also. His mask looked like it would take shape. Like when you hit him, like he'd look at you and it looked like a normal mask. Oh, that's you hit him dude. and he'd look back at you and he looked pissed. Like H two O had CG masks. Yeah, like y'all couldn't get a they, mask. The, the mask would get mad between <laughs> yeah. between his mask and Josh Harnett's hair. It was oh just... my god! I mean, it, 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 I mean, god. it's just like you know Friday the Thirteenth, man. I mean, Granny, he always had a hockey mask, so you couldn't tell this motherfucker's pissed. True. Until you took it off, and he had enough teeth in his head to look like a jack o' lantern, but he's all fucking well, waterlogged. Yeah. I mean, one eye is way down here. So. Oh! <laughs> Mongo the mongoloid of in his bitch with fucking dumb dumb strength. Yeah. I mean, the the only like to go like to Jason and like Freddy because like Freddy said one what reboot, two, one right? tragically one, Just one the newest one. Um, and by new we mean 2010. Yeah, it's been all sequels up until 2010, and man, do I have a lot to say about that one. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street is by far my favorite horror movie. The whole series is, it just has a special place in my heart. So sure. like when I went to go watch it, you know, in the theater, the night it came out, like I think like the night before, like a Thursday night midnight, you know, showing, mm-hmm. and just how bummed i was when i walked out of that theater um terrible cgi yeah the things that made remakes and reboots oh whatever great back in the day from these 50s 60s movies into like the 80s mm. you know the, the thing the fly even invaders from mars and sure. the kind of like, it worked the opposite for the nightmare reboot because the cgi was fucking terrible yeah it right. was just terrible and when you're trying to watch a movie and you want to really be in this movie and the effects are just so bad, it takes you out of the movie. You're just not enjoying it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Great actors and actresses who have done so many other great things were worthless. They were not used properly <laughs> right, like at right. all. You could not give a fuck about any character in that movie. Mm-mm. It did not matter. No. The things that made the original so great were so glossed over for Jackie Earl Haley having green screen skin with terrible effects. Yeah, that it happens just, so often, doesn't yeah. it? Where it's just like they ignore like the elements that make a good story mm-hmm. just for like bells and whistles. I mean, but or it's just kind of like let's eh. be honest though. Is is it like, you know, Robert England, you know, Freddy for how many goddamn Freddies? Forever. Sat really? in a goddamn chair and got the makeup put on him. Mm-hmm. Right. Are, are these actors like I'm not sitting in a chair that long and shit like that? So now they got to resort to these fucking tactics of green screen. You I know? honestly don't think it's their call. This is definitely like a studio probably producers. Not, yeah. Probably like, yeah, the studio. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that's the thing. Like, who's calling these shots? Because Jackie Earl Haley is great. He's great oh, in yeah. a lot of things. Right. Underused. Everything that could have made the movie great was underused, and the things that made the movie terrible were overused. Yeah. Right. I mean, my thing with it is we've gotten so used, and obviously, like, I mean, I like Nightmare on Elm Street and shit like that, but we can all be honest on this. Mm-hmm. After the second one, Freddy went comical. I'm sure. not saying it's a bad thing, sure. but that's yeah. his fucking niche. And now you try to reboot it, Bitch. and you try to make him straight fucking forward, just fucking just an pedophile. evil motherfucker. It's scary again. Yeah, pedophile. <laughs> I mean, granted, he was a pedophile in all the other movies. He was going after yeah, the but they made it very clear not, that he was sir. a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
They made it abundantly clear the newest one. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is like there was no humor to him. Right. Where it's kind of like you go to Freddy thinking, okay, I want to see some humor. There was none there. So you're like, wait a goddamn minute, what? Not, nowhere in this hour and a half mm-hmm. movie did this motherfucker crack one goddamn joke. But that was that was another beautiful thing about the original. There was like, if he was trying to be funny, sort of, it was sadistic. Right, right. He was really trying to fuck with the person. You know, in the first one, he was, yeah, yeah, he was about to kill. Uh, Freddy also became like wild pop cultural after the third movie. I mean, like pinball machines, dolls, the Freddy yeah. Hotline. You guys remember right. the fucking Freddy Hotline? Uh-huh. Yeah. Call so, Freddy. I'll be your boyfriend. He, <laughs> like, I don't want to call you. <laughs> right. So even though he's like this child murderer, which is like one of the worst things you could probably possibly be as any sort of human being or other. Right. He's made easier to swallow by the mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the average person. Not just horror fans, but anybody. And, and to be right. honest, I don't think it's just the character <laughs> that got that mainstream going. It was Robert England. Mm. You know, I mean, if, if he didn't present it the right way, it would have never got that way. You know, if you would have had anybody else in that role and they try to be like, well, you know, I don't want to be, I'll be this funny just a little bit, but I want to be more sadistic. Like as the third one went on, it's like, okay, whatever. But he made the decision like in the third one, like, okay, I got this. Like maybe he had a play in, let's make it more funny. The, one of the greatest, Quetty, uh, sorry, Freddie quotes ever. The welcome to primetime bitch was ad-libbed. Yeah. That it's was Robin good. England, and it's iconic. Yeah, and also one of the greatest death scenes and like then, in the series. After that, they just started using that kind of line just over and over again. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of like an Arnold movie. If I right. gotta hear the word "bitch" after everything <laughs> yeah. that happens in every horror movie, I'm just gonna quit horror. Like, I know. or what did, what did he say to? The, I I, I want to say it was the third one or the fourth one, but it was the one girl he was talking to that was like sleeping in class, and he was like. What he say? He goes, your mouth says no, but your eyes say yes. Like, all right, look, fella. <laughs> like, you're getting a little dark here. Ooh, not the third or fourth one, but... No, that was the reboot. No. Yes, it was. Yes, he it was. He said it again in that one, then. There are a couple things in the reboot that... Yeah, I'm sure he um, pulled different one-liners in that one. The wet dream... That, come on. Yeah. Come on. It was used in the fourth one, most definitely, probably referred to in latter sequels, the... How's this for a wet dream? Yeah, we've heard it. Okay. Yeah, yeah all that kind it. of stuff is kind of a bummer. <laughs> it's like, uh. I mean, like I said, I, I enjoy Nightmare on Elm Street stuff like that. I mean, and you know what? Y- y'all can hate me all you want. I'll say it. I enjoyed Freddy vs. Jason. I don't think anybody hates anyone that says they enjoyed it. You we know, waited yeah, a goddamn decade for it. We needed to enjoy it. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I enjoy that movie. I just. I, I have a weird thing with CG, so there's like mm-hmm. weird, like there's some really bad early 2000s CG in it mm-hmm. that bummed me out. But I, I mean, I just, at least I could say when I went to the theater to see it years ago, I called it. I was like, yo, Jason's winning this shit, son. <laughs> I was like, Freddie Fred ain't walking out of this bitch. I mean, granted, he winked at us at the end, but he didn't have a body. And that was the, the director even fully admits he did it on purpose. He right. didn't actually want anybody to win. Yeah. How do, yeah, take, I mean, how do you take two sense, iconic yeah. and players exactly. and have an actual winner? Like, right. Yeah. But it's like... They're so fucking different. You know, they wanted to do the sequel, and, you know, that was always in rumor hell, and it was like, okay, we're going to add Freddy versus Jason versus Michael. And then it was Freddy versus Jason versus Ash from Evil Dead. See, that know? would be fucking Freddy awesome. Freddy versus Jason cool. versus Pinhead. Apparently, there was supposed to be, like, Freddy and Jason fighting in hell, and Pinhead's, like... What Standing over, manipulating them, yeah. and then and then I heard it was Freddy versus Jason versus Chucky. I'm like, 
the fuck is this dog gonna do? <laughs> Chucky like, ain't doing shit. <laughs> like, goddamn, get, get out of here, little fella. I stand, dude. I want to see a fucking Freddy, Jason, and Ash movie. That'd be fucking. Sick. Oh, that'd be, be hilarious. Neat. Yeah. Because, like I said, Ash would be just fucking... Having one- him, like, hunting them down and shit. Ash nope. would be one-lining the shit out yeah. of Freddy, and Freddy would be one-lining right back. Like, I feel like the reboot we really deserve is Robert Englund taking the makeup just one more time. He could One do more it. time. And there are, like, a thousand different storylines you can do with that because it's been so long. Right. Earlier, yeah. we were talking about Cabin Fever, how we didn't realize how little time was between the two that you didn't even realize mm. like there was a remake. It's been enough time now. Yeah. And rumor has it he wants to do it. I'm sure he wants one more. Yeah, yeah, Facebook sure pages does, yeah. I'm friends with. Like, he, at least one. Just, yeah, one more, just one more time. You think all the movies he's done, but he's known for that. Sure. So it's sure. like, you know, he wants to give the fans one last hoorah. Like, all right, mm. let's go. Why not? Fuck it. Give me a good story, and I'll play this game with We're you. We're going to go, you know, we'll go see it. Oh, no, yeah. You know, <laughs> People like, will flock to it just because yeah. he's back. Actually, and for a special uh, Trash for Brains, we'll be doing the podcast while we see it. <laughs> and I, and the annoy theater. the piss out of the rest of the theater. <laughs> Not in the theater. We're watching on Pirate Bay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But no, it's like, you think, if he came back to Freddy, he's going to have creative say about, this is how I fucking want it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. Sure. Because we all grew up with this. We want to see that. We don't want to see some asshole, no-name director that gets this to be like, no, I want it this way. No, shut the fuck up. Let the guy that made this shit iconic give his fucking two cents. Okay, guys. Freddy, but like dicks for fingers. <laughs> no, we, no we, we won old school back in the day. But Freddy, he's Remind edgy. us, old asses, why we love this to begin with. Right. But then again, can can movies like that get made nowadays you know like mm. with the right attitude and the right people involved i think so you know like or a lot of stuff was touched in the 80s that you know what you don't want to touch nowadays but it's like dude it's fucking freddy man we want our 80s freddy back we don't want this freddy that's like hashtag gotta be nice <laughs> no no you ain't gotta be nice freddy yeah. stop it like you're out here to fuck people up and scare the shit out of them. I think the problem, like, I think a big problem is, like, too much thought goes into some of these things, and that tends to kind of fuck things up. Mm. There ends up being, like, way too much fan service, like, even though, like, they might think that we want that, but really, like, before Nightmare on Elm Street, that didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one knew they wanted that shit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, it's why it was so good. Why why I these mean, movies are so good is they were original. Like, so some writer, some good writer out there, smoke a joint, take the weekend and just write one of these. I know you can do it. Yeah. I know you can fucking John Hughes this shit. Just we bang out the fucking you, sir, script. Or man. But you, you, you think about it. Like, these horror movies. Like, Jason's done it. Freddy's done it. Shit like that. Where it's like, you know, the, the, the first movie. The second movie, serious tones and shit like that. And as it's gone, they've gotten sillier. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. people are like, all right, what boundaries can we push? Let, sure. Let's do this. Freddy was the easiest one to do that with because it's all a dream fucking world. Mm. Sure, but... You, like Jason. I, I, well, weird... I agree, but I agree and disagree. I also think how many times can you see somebody get killed no matter who it is before it becomes... Com- I think Friday the 13th became comical before Freddy, but because Jason didn't talk. Freddie had that personality. Sure. I mean, the whole reason you went to any 80s slasher, like, you know, Friday night premiere was to just watch people die in interesting ways. Sure. Yeah. They'd, there was no meat to the story. No, not at all. I mean, there's no meat to any of the Friday movies, like in the beginning, at least. At least like the first four, five. 
And actually, you can even say Friday the 13th was kind of a mockery of Halloween because Halloween sure. was, it really was just so good. But it was like taking something that's so good and going, okay, we're going to kind of do the same thing, but we're not going to take it nearly as seriously. Sure, and that was taking something from Black Christmas. So it's it's like, that's fair you too. get to like this weird thing that happens. Like Friday the 13th was like a schlocky version of what, Halloween was absolutely yeah. like I mean it's dude they fucking copied the formula of like <laughs> it's a fucking holiday it's like a horror holiday name yeah. fucking teenagers <laughs> getting killed <laughs> people get killed you have yeah. the final girl right the rules the rules yeah the dumbass so, rules yeah I hate them fucking rules man <laughs> like I just wish like because we've done a bunch for trash for Banes and it's just like every like the the thing that bugs me the most. And I talk about it every fucking time. It's like, why? Like you kill the most interesting character every fucking time. I just want one time to subvert my expectations <laughs> and like kill off the person that we think is going to be the protagonist and bring in. That's actually why I like the Evil Dead remake so much. Because that really isn't the protagonist. Like right. that, She isn't really. Or you don't expect her to be in the beginning really. She's a fucking junkie. No, that's totally fair. So by the end of the movie, you're at, when I watched it, it was like, would you really go through all of this? Right. I'm sure she's a lovely person. But like, <laughs> yeah. But maybe that's what made it so good. It's flipping it on its head. Anything right. anybody can do to take the typical formula of anything and twist it just enough, it winds up becoming a good film, be it a reboot, remake, or original, or whatever. Sure. Well, it's just like, I'm trying to think, like, Halloween works, like, it works for Halloween for the time that it is, and also that Jamie Lee is so fucking good. Oh, yeah. Like, Go back. But the problem is, a lot of these franchises do not have good protagonists. Oh, no. So, like, <laughs> no. and side characters end up being way more interesting, and you want to follow them way more. Well, because they're the comic relief. Right. Or they're the edgy friend. Right. Or- yeah. Well, like, it was a big problem, and it's still happening now. Like, take, like, Scream 4. Mm. Look at Hayden Pantier's. Yeah, but, like, think about, like, think about, I don't know, just think about, like, why why kill off Hayden Pantier? Like, what's the point of that? Rumor has it she might be coming back for the next one. I know, but that wasn't planned. But but you're totally right. She was the modern Randy. Randy being one of the best characters from the original. Right. Period. And I think that's why she was brought in kind of like the female Randy, you know. And they could have dewied her. At the fucking end, we could have had just like a little tiny... They may still dewied her. I know, but they that's didn't That's a very hard it... thing to say after a couple drinks, they by the way, my friend. They didn't put it in the movie, which bugs me. <laughs> Dewey's the killer in that series. I'm just sticking with it. I'm yeah. Fine. Special Officer Doofy. Special Officer Doofy before Dewey third. Yeah, say what you will. Scary Movie was a great parody. Yeah, <laughs> until they made like 15 of them. No, no, no. The first <laughs> like one. The first I only one said the first awesome. one. Actually, I like the second one too because that, uh, what's his name? Like David Cross or something? Comedian? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David when Cross. Spinning on his head in that wheelchair in that one scene. Oh my fucking God, <laughs> I was dying. He's like, <laughs> no, the first two were good. Yeah, the first how two were good. How about I give you a hand? Like, how about a standing ovation? <laughs> <Yeah>. Hilarious. <laughs> Him and Chris Elliott going back and forth with a strong hand, dude. Amazing. Don't but but really, 
they were the funnier parts of that. So like you're, you're taking the ones from the original scary movie and they come back and it's like, eh, it's all the same, but it's sure, all the same yeah. shticks yeah. that started to become all the same sh- shticks. Yeah, all the same sticks that are all the same goddamn sticks. Are we like on like a uh, scary movie twelve by this point? <laughs> but, I, I mean, how much money have they made? You know what I'm saying? And it's like I don't know. I think they started losing money. Even Sean Wayne's was like, "Yo, I'm out." <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, I've done this shit enough, man. I'm good. And I mean, that's the thing. It's again with all these reboots, reimaginings, you know, remakes, whatever. It's like, how far can you go before it's like? You know, enough's enough. Let, let let it die. I'm fine with letting it all die, to be honest with but you. And just start fresh. If you're going to make one, I'll probably go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if you, if you like, got these iconic people. Yeah. Oh, so. I'm shit like that. It's like, you know, you kind of want to keep seeing them go. But there's. there's but also, I would like a new age of iconic fucking shit. And that's what, like. But there's also a problem in the horror community where it's just like. A lot of people just won't, like, let that kind of stuff flourish. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. just like there has been some excellent horror. One, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know the irony of this is as we talk about how there's this great horror coming out, but we don't let it flourish, and all us motherfuckers have been sitting here and drinking and talking about all the old ass shit. True, that it is back then. But guess what? Though this is the eighty nineties, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we talk about, son. But uh, but that the thing I is think like we're the... we're in an era of pretentious horror mm. and i don't mean that in a bad way it just you're not wrong though uh but that's where we are right now so like i'm not interested in talking about that on a podcast i just i'm not right um i will enjoy it i will recommend it to whoever the fuck <laughs> yo let some fucking hipster twitch talk about that shit yeah okay so like the horror they like, grew up like with. yeah i can't do it but the, yeah. the, the problem with the new age horror like the, the say why i don't even want to talk about it is because a lot of it is like paranormal activity, mm. insidious, shit like that. Guess what, man? That that shit, no. The Conjuring and the thousands yeah. of spinoffs. Like. I want a horror movie that's a slasher. I want that shit. The only horror movie that I can remember of recent years that I've watched, and it's not that it's a new one, mm. but you told me to watch It Follows. Mm. I enjoyed that movie because that is something that's like, it's not, wow, it's a man in a hockey mask running around the woods. It's not a man fucking with my dreams. It's something that, like, you could say, man, you know, you never know. That could, might could happen. It's more realistic. Let's just add one more unpopular opinion. I thought it was fucking trash. I was so bored. I was really? so fucking bored. I understand. I get it. Okay, I get what it was saying. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. metaphor. Actually, the, the Oh, God, it was so fucking boring. Actually, it was so boring. That's why I liked it. <laughs> like, that might be dumb, but like I actually, that's why I enjoyed it. I was so tired of seeing like these fucking ghost movies because mm. that was that kind of era. And when this like movie, this horror movie that comes out that is like pure tone, mm. like that's all it is. It's like tone and atmosphere. And actors and actresses who are worth a fuck. By the way. Yeah, yeah, and they all play it off. The main well. dude being from a uh, United States of Tara, um, the girl who went on to like do like in, uh, the Independence Day sequel, and she's yeah. been in a mm-hmm. bunch of that. Yeah, it is not the quality of the film that bothered me. It's literally, they're running from something that actually walks like Jason should walk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No tunnels, no teleportation. Like, to it's me, not like, to me but it, it would just show up like, wherever. You're right, 
But like that's exactly why I liked it. Did, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like, it was out of the north. It was like, it was just like refreshing. Where I was just like, so I'm I've been tapping into things like Hereditary or Midsummer, which are also all True. great horror flicks. Different. They're not slashers. They're not. No, not at, at all. Best. Yeah. More psychological, more metaphorical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more. and you got to think though, like with it follows, like it still fits that realm that you were just talking about because you think about these characters. They were like high school kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How far can they really run? You know what I'm saying? They ain't got no money. Where they can gotta they go? go back home. Right. So it's like it makes sense. Well, that like that's a kind of the idea in the beginning of that movie where that girl just where the fuck is she gonna go? Yeah, and, and then I think the setup for the very beginning got me excited about the film. That's why it was such a lesson. Sure. But, oh, it's, but, that's understandable, but, yeah, for sure. Maybe, you know, maybe I was looking at it wrong. The more you start to talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it wasn't trash. Maybe it was like Two steps above trash. Well, it was like it's True, very. Please. It was very indie, very like you low budge. Like she said, two steps. No, son. It's two <laughs> tickets to paradise. No. <laughs> it's a fair way to look at it though, because like not like nothing really happens. Like yeah. I said, like it's, it's very. It's, it's all like it's tone. <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah. like feel this atmosphere and just kind of live in it, and that's kind of it. Let it wash over you, basically. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> And to be fair, I was super stoned when I went to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, I'm usually super stoned when I'm watching these more modern art movies. And now this we're going to turn... It, it's a very good point. This could actually probably be a completely separate podcast. The difference of growing up in the slasher era to what horror is now. And we very much appreciate it. Sure. Because it's still horror. Shit's still alive. People still go to theaters and still pay money to see these types of films. 100%. And, you know, back in the day, horror was so, quote unquote, controversial. Yeah. You had like mom groups and Christian groups and they're like, oh, this is going to ruin society. Has lasted and always will have an audience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we'll always go through phases of what's popular, what's popping at certain points. Like, yeah, man, I think it will keep going forever. I hope so. I personally. Fuck else am I going to talk about? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, it will go forever. But I can tell you what. Next week, we're having a new episode. Since you want to talk about going to the movie Stone, me and Kristen are going to be hosting Narcotics Anonymous, and you're going to be our first guest, Phil. Because <laughs> you're a little piehead. Uh, like, <laughs> you're so old. We's not a narcotic. <laughs> like, you fucking I grandpa. smoked weed fucking 10 years ago. You're fucking Narcotics Anonymous. Fuck you. I'm coming. I'm going to be on acid, motherfucker. <laughs> what up, baby? Be like, All right, everybody. Welcome to Trash Brain. I'm over here talking to a fucking leprechaun riding a unicorn. What? I'm going to have a line of fucking Adderall on this finger and a line of cocaine on this finger. Let's get a, y'all need to just get just the tiniest bit more popular than fucking do it. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that shit. I will. I know you will. Do an episode on Shroom, son. Woo. That's going to be interesting. What, what's going on here? I don't know. Mm. Like, I don't even know what fucking movie I'm talking about right now. Uh, <laughs> we talk about movies? The title says Scream, but we're on Scream 15. <laughs> I ain't even made this bitch yet. <laughs> Be like if Peter was getting chased by like, what? You just start combining different genres <laughs> and just make it into one big movie. Like it was all funny because Sydney all of a sudden answered the phone and she looked out the window and there's a guy in a hockey mask. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> and he had a claw hand with knives on it. Like, wait a minute, is this too combining every slasher movie villain known to make? Yes, I'm fine with it. And then it ends up being a Saw movie. All her friends are trapped in the basement. And they got to cut their feet off. It's awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> weedy, weedy, weedy. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> Would you like to play a game? Um, no. <laughs> All you had to say was no. And guess what? We won't be nuking no, I've worked like 60 hours this week. I don't want to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> but like, especially not Uno, because I'm about to fuck somebody up. Ah, damn, throw so one more goddamn draw four on me, and I'm about to fucking light this place on fire. <laughs> 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 like, fuck you and these draw fours. You can't do that. <laughs> All right, Steve, plug us out. Plug your mouth. That's what the fuck I'm going to do. No. Um, here's how we do this. Ready? Mm. Guess what? Game face. I lost. I ain't got no beer no more. I got to go get more at the fridge. So I got to make this shit quick. Here's how it goes. You ready for this? Yeah. Here we go. Shut the fuck up. That's right. <laughs> Bam. You didn't say hashtag. It's like <laughs> fucked up 2020 Jeopardy. You got to say hashtag first. <laughs> no. Uh, feel free to follow us, like us, whatever, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you got any stories for our secondary podcast, Fear for Brains, uh, send them to trashforbrains at gmail.com. That's trash, F-E-R, brains.com. At uh, gmail.com. <laughs> what? At gmail.com. Oh, it's just trash, F-E-R, brains, <laughs> at gmail.com. There you go, dick face. Um, <laughs> don't interrupt me when I'm plugging shit, son. I already and did. Then, I know you did because you're a fucking cock goblin. But then also, would you like us to talk about any movies? Anything like that? Send that to us too while we're at it. With a story. Do them both at once. It's called Time Management, and I'm trying to help you people out. But we hope you enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Kristen, did you Kristen, enjoy it? Kristen, did you enjoy it? Not at all. God damn this it. Not at all. Bitch. We're never going to have a guest again. Don't ever right. chloroform me and drag you to your apartment again. No, um, thank you guys both so, so much for having me. Absolutely. I had a blast. And I'm going to chloroform you again now. Just damn. To be funny. Just to bring you home. Yay! <laughs> yeah. That's the magic of it. Yeah, that's a little fucked up, actually. <laughs> How's it fucked up? You didn't get assaulted or anything. You just got chloroform, brought somewhere, you talked, you got chloroform, But you what kind home. of story is that? I mean, would you rather just have a fucking pillowcase over your head that you can't see and you just feel yourself riding around? I mean, it'd be... The adventure if I were chloroformed, is, I wouldn't feel anything. But like I said, if exactly. there are flaws in your plan, sir, you know what? Just don't ever chloroform me again. Just invite me over, and it will totally come. Hang Fine, out. Fine, we'll brains. invite you. <laughs> yeah, God you know, I, I mean, I'd much rather you pass out and you wake up in a new place. You talk, yeah. you pass out, you go home. You wake up in your bed, and then you think this never happened. Mind fuck. It's like it? every Saturday morning. Nice. <laughs> I need that life. Phil, chloroform me. <laughs> gotcha, Take us out. All I have is Rohypnol. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Bill Cosby? <laughs> I don't want a pudding pop. Last <laughs> time I had one, it hurt. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> well, y'all have a good one. Oh, goodbye. Bye, y'all.